Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, how are you today? Sean, doing well, man. How are you? Doing well, getting ready for another Wednesday night of Kentucky basketball. Kind of crazy that the regular season is, what, four games away from being wrapped up. There's only two games at home. Uh, for Kentucky at Rupp Arena, and, and it starts tonight at 9 p.m. versus LSU. A little bit of a revenge game for Kentucky. The kind of wild that the scenario is kind of the same, though, right? Like, is Savir and Tata both going to be out the same way that they were when Kentucky yeah. ended that game in Baton Rouge? Uh, don't really know at this point, but all we know is that Kentucky has a ton of confidence going into this game, I think regardless of who's on the floor for them after their win versus Alabama. Yeah, they certainly should. I mean, you you know, you got a full game right there where you really played five players the whole game and allowed those guys to kind of get on the same page. Uh, I'm with you. It sounded like uh, Severe and Ty Ty haven't practiced or didn't practice as of uh, yesterday or no, Monday maybe. When was this coach's show? Monday? Monday night, yeah. And then uh, I didn't catch any of the – I had orientation yesterday, so I was completely out of the loop. Um, but I'm, I'm sure they had a pregame uh, Zoom like always the day before a game. But, yeah, we talked about it on our last episode. This is a late game. I mean, it, theoretically, it would give someone more time to heal, knowing that you don't play until tonight at 9. But on the same page, like you said, after tonight, you've only got three games left. I mean, you're talking about the SEC tournament being uh, two weeks away as of tomorrow, right, or Friday. Uh, they'll be getting a buy, so they'll be playing. Hard to believe it's already here. I mean, you'll have some conference tournaments, I guess, cranking up. Uh, what next week, maybe? Yeah, some do, I think. So uh, that time of year. So yeah, definitely health is still the most important thing. I somehow uh, in my mind I always think about that that LSU game, severe just being out. But you're right, Ty Ty had had cramped up at that point, and they were playing with Davy on there at the end of that game, and that would be wild. I, it's just crazy that they could play these guys twice <laughs> for this game, potentially without their starting backcourt the whole game, but just to play the same team twice, well, you know, that far out apart. They didn't, it was January 4th when they yeah. played them last time. And here we are late February and you might still be in a situation where you're starting backcourts out. I mean, that would be a pretty big break. I would think for LSU. And we know a lot more honestly about both of these teams. I mean, as we should, it's been like five or six weeks since those two teams yeah. have played and, and I, and I think Kentucky's kind of been through so much now that if they do go into this game tonight without Savir and without Ty Ty, if you remember, Derek, they made a run at LSU and almost won that game mm-hmm. in early January. You know, they had the turnover laid off the Oscar steal, and then you had the should he have called a timeout, should he not have called a timeout uh, debate with Coach Cal. But they almost kind of clawed back and won that game. Jacob Toppin played very well down there in the first half. Uh I think this is a game that even if it is just the group that played Saturday, I'm confident that Kentucky can win it, especially at home. But I will say this one. I didn't know, honestly, going into the Alabama game, I don't think we really knew that Savir would be out. I think we all assumed Tata would be out. Yeah. We didn't really know until about, what, an hour before tip-off when Savir didn't warm up that he was out too. So I didn't really think about this game and Saturday's game, thinking, okay, which one's tougher without those two? I would say this one, though, just because the way LSU defends, I think Kentucky's going to have to grind out some possessions where Alabama played with some tempo and some pace that it kind of made things a little bit easier on Kentucky getting up and down the floor. 
I think tonight you're going to be challenged to score some in the half court. You're going to have to execute offensively. If they're taking Grady away, who do they go through? Do they post Oscar and make it easier? I don't know. I just feel like this one's a little more difficult given that this game could be played in the 60s if LSU wants that pace. I agree with that. That's a good point. I mean, LSU won the first game 65 to 60. And, you know, for Kentucky, you're probably not going to score 90 this game like you just did on Saturday. And on the flip side, I don't think you have to worry about LSU hitting 14 threes on you or uh, scoring 81 points. So I'm with you. I think, I mean, Ken Ken Palm projects it at 75 65, which sounds, you know, if if Kentucky gets to 75, they're not losing this game. Um, So it will be interesting. I mean, you saw a lot of, I thought Callen really fit into his role well, but he had a great shooting night the other night. I don't know that you can count on him going seven for eight or seven for nine again from three. Um, but it'll, it will have to be a, another collective effort. It would be great if they could get the boost to have uh, severe back. I'm, I'm kind of banking on Tata not even coming back until next week. I think next Tuesday against Ole Miss is a good day for him unless he's just you know close and he's just going to use one more night to be off and then maybe play down there at arkansas but i don't know sean after what happened down there at tennessee unless he's 100 percent healthy i don't think i'd even want to try to get him into a game until it's a comfortable environment at home against a team that they should really handle no problem in old miss yeah i do agree with that i think uh, honestly cal's going to want to see him practice and i think more than one time I don't yeah. think just one practice on Friday would be enough for Cal. I think it's going to have to be a – you're going to have to show me for a day or two here that you're healthy and you can go for the speed and do some stuff before they bring him back because here's the thing about it, Derek. If, if he goes and plays at Arkansas and he's not ready and you have another setback, then you're getting into postseason play in the SEC tournament. You're probably sitting then too. I don't I don't know. Like you're, you're kind of getting to that point to where, okay, when do I get you 100% if I keep – going back and we keep shooting ourselves in the foot by you not being ready. So I think you got to be ready kind of to, to figure out that and, and stuff. But that you mentioned Arkansas. They won a huge game last night, a game that I thought Florida was going to win for the longest time, and then Arkansas kind of turned it on late in the second half. Makes things interesting in league play right now. Arkansas has got Kentucky, LSU, and then they have a road trip to Tennessee, which helps Kentucky out. If Kentucky could just win, what, three of the last four? I think Kentucky would end up with the two seed in the SEC East or in the SEC uh, overall in the standings. But uh, Arkansas right there pushing. If if they get a win on Saturday, it, it could get very interesting down the stretch. Yeah. Um, and how crazy is that, that you got Kentucky-Auburn up for a one seed, mm-hmm. but then Arkansas right there could honestly finish second in the league. I mean, possibly could win the league, I guess, if if things – if Auburn kind of fell apart down the stretch. But – uh, it's it's crazy to think how good this league is there in those top four, five teams. Well, yeah, that and all these like they're all playing each other here at the very end yeah. <laughs> when it matters the most. Arkansas just played Tennessee on Saturday. Of course, they their next game, like you mentioned, they beat Florida last night on the road. Well, they got Kentucky on Saturday, and then they got to go to Tennessee to close the season. And Tennessee still has to face, obviously, like I just mentioned, they get to host Arkansas, but they play Auburn their next game on Saturday. And Auburn's uh, they're the same situation as UK. They're playing tonight. Uh, they got that Wednesday Saturday game, but they they have a very manageable game tonight against Ole Miss. So really, I think, I mean, really, if you're Kentucky, you're probably as long as you take care of business tonight. Yeah, that game at Arkansas is going to be tough, but you should beat Mississippi and you should win on the road of Florida. So really, I think at worst they're going to finish. What would that be? 
Uh, they'll win at least three out of four. So 14 and four probably. And I think if you're Tennessee already with four losses, the chances of Tennessee, I think winning out are very, very low. So like, I, I think I would feel pretty comfortable that UK will be the two seed uh, unless Arkansas finds a way. I don't know how the tiebreaker would work with that, Sean. I mean, look, look, Arkansas got Kentucky, LSU, and Tennessee. And two of those are at home, and the Tennessee one's tough. It's going to be interesting. But, again, I think, you know, given Kentucky's schedule, I can't imagine they have more than four losses, whereas I think it's easy to see that uh, Arkansas or Tennessee probably will both have at least five losses. What do you what do you I don't make think that made any sense, did it? Like it made sense oh, it in did. my head. It okay. did. What what do you make of Florida right now? I know that they're they're on the outside looking in in Lenardi's projections. They let a huge one slip away last night, but I don't I don't think that they're great. I don't think that they're bad. Uh I honestly think that they're better than some of the teams right now projected to be in the field. Like I think they're better than Indiana. And Indiana's yeah kind of stumbled down the stretch here but florida was playing well until the last what three or four i know they lost kentucky a&m and arkansas but they had a one point loss to a&m uh they let that one slip away last night they did beat auburn i think the thing that would concern me as a kentucky fan is you you already know that you can lose this game saturday at arkansas like mm-hmm. that's going to be tough you go to florida to close the regular season Derek, and, and i'm all the time talking about desperate teams <laughs> Florida is going to be a probably the most desperate team in college basketball on that final Saturday of the regular season. Like that might be the win. Like it'd be hard to keep them out if you look up and they've beaten Kentucky and Auburn in the last two to three weeks of the year if they're a bubble team. Like that would be hard to keep them out. And I just think that Florida is going to go all in on that one game to close the regular season. And I mean, Kentucky's a tournament team. When you're fighting for seeding, uh, you don't want to drop one at Arkansas, you don't want to drop one at Florida. You got one tonight where you're expected to be shorthanded as well. Like this is a pretty big game tonight to kind of avoid a, a disaster scenario for the last two weeks here. Yeah, I think with Florida, I think Castleton's very good. Um, he, he'll I mean, he'll give any team he plays trouble. He's just that talented of a player. But I don't I don't know. I watched some other Auburn game once Kentucky ended, and you know Appleby had a really good day that day, but he's not someone I think you really worry about all the time. Um, Daruji is an athletic for I mean they got some athletic guys, uh, but I don't I really don't think they're that talented of a team. I, no. I don't think Mike White's a bad coach by any means. Um and he also had a pretty high standard to follow because Billy Donovan was pretty clearly the best coach in that program's history and still an NFL or uh, NFL still an NBA coach today. Of course he's with the Bulls now. So you know comparing him to Billy isn't isn't really fair to him. But they're just kind of – after making the lead eight that first year, they've kind of – or maybe a second, first or second year, you know, they've kind of just been a bubble team here and there. I think they won a game last year in the tournament. Uh, yeah, they beat Virginia Tech in overtime last year. So, you know, I think Mike White's fine. I just haven't really thought that this group in particular was all that good. And uh, being 17 and 11 right now, the loss that really hurt them was at A&M. And if you also go back far enough in January, they lost pretty easily on the road at uh, Ole Miss. But yeah. besides that, in the league, they don't really have any bad losses. You know, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Arkansas. I mean, all teams that are probably better than them. So you're right, though, about them being the desperate, being a desperate team. That's going to be their 
final game, it was a good atmosphere against Auburn uh, last Saturday, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be the same for Kentucky. And, you know, for you beat guys, just a little inside journalism stuff, you guys that travel, and it's a little different now with Zoom, but I hated the years that Kentucky finished the regular season on the road at Florida yeah. just because you know you're going to be on the road potentially for the next four weekends as well. So a little tougher. And it's, I mean, really for the team too. Now the team travels, you know, private and well, it's nowhere near the grind that it is for you know, people traveling commercial, but it's still, you know, uh, a tough way to close your regular season going on the road to, at a hostile environment and a team too, not, not the, exactly the same situation as Tennessee, but it is a team that you handled pretty well in Rupp Arena and a team that will be uh, looking for some payback. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and and that's if you look at the schedule and you're a Kentucky fan and you want to make the trip to Gainesville, you could just stay in Florida and make it to Tampa for the SEC tournament days later. So uh, I would expect some Kentucky fans possibly to to look at that. And uh, but I'm I'm not going to to Florida, but I will be at the SEC tournament. Looking at Arkansas's resume here, then we'll we'll touch on some maybe some keys to a win versus LSU. Is there a hotter team right now in college basketball than, than Arkansas? I mean, they've lost one game uh, since January eighth, and that was a one point loss at Alabama a couple weeks ago. They're closing the season here with five straight quad one opportunities. They're four and four in quad one games. Uh, this is a pretty good Arkansas team that, that Kentucky will be facing on Saturday. The only reason I'm talking to you about Arkansas too is I know uh, Eric Musselman has a Zoom scheduled here in a little bit to kind of preview Kentucky. So where they're talking and previewing Kentucky, Kentucky's still got LSU tonight. Is that kind of an advantage for Arkansas that they're already getting to prepare and and Kentucky essentially only gets probably one, maybe a day and a half to prepare because they're going to travel on Friday? Oh, yeah, I I think so. I think it's definitely an advantage for them. And, uh, you know, they are an interesting team. I haven't gotten to watch them a ton, but it really kind of stands out to you. We mentioned on this pod, and it still remains true, that Kentucky – and Auburn and Tennessee are the only teams in the league who have not lost at home. Well, Arkansas has only lost once at home this year. And almost stunningly, it was the Vanderbilt yeah. back on January 4th. It was their first home conference game. And uh, since then, though, they've really protected that place. I, I thought the win down there two years ago was super impressive. Cal got tossed. Uh, I want to say Keon Brooks had a good game that game. They, they really came together. It felt like a bit of a turning point, if I remember right, for that team. Um. But that's just a tough building to go into. You got to really play well down there to win. And you even think about a, you know, the game Arkansas just played against Tennessee. I don't think either team felt like they played well the other day, but it was still one of those ugly rock fight type games. And when you have that kind of home crowd advantage on your on your side, I mean, it's 
it's tough to win down there, but that place will be juiced. It's their, I would say last, I mean, LSU again, it's, it's a solid team. They're going to be in the tournament, but they're not really a, you know, you're going to get up for Kentucky way more than you are LSU. So in, in some ways it's really the last big home game for them this year. So that place will be uh rocking, but with LSU, Sean, I mean, you go back to that first game and Kentucky just stalled out so bad there in the second half. And again, for reasons that are understood, you're playing on the fly without your point guard. And then without your backup point guard. Uh, so I just think having that preparation and having that game that they just played together will certainly help. But you're, I think you're dead on about the half court offensive sets. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to get out and run as much as they did against LSU. And quite frankly, you know, those drives that guys like Jacob Toppin had kind of untouched going to the rim, like that's probably not going to be there tonight. So I do feel like in some ways it would be huge or not if you could get Toppin or Brooks not to knock down a couple of threes. Both guys made threes against Alabama. Toppins was a banked in three as the shot clock winded down, whereas I think Keon's is – I don't think the shot clock was winding down. It was a pretty good look that he knocked down. But uh, I don't know. This LSU team is just so interesting to me. Two two really good six men in this game too with Eason and, yeah. uh, well, formerly Mintz, but he'll be in the starting lineup tonight presumably. Yeah, and, and last note on Arkansas, looking at their schedule, they've been – they kind of got lucky that all of their big games were at Bud Walton. Auburn. Yeah. Tennessee, Kentucky. Now I know they closed the regular season at Thompson Bowling, but when you play those teams like one time and you get them at home, it's kind of that's a big deal. That that definitely helps. Uh, There's a whole podcast episode we could make about Kentucky's schedule on this year. They they really did not get a no favorable schedule in any way, and it's tough luck too. With you go back to last year, the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. I mean, Texas couldn't play. So I don't know if they would have beat Texas last year, but you didn't get a home game then, and then you still had to go on the road this year yep. for the SEC. And, of course, it was a great win at Kansas. But you think about some of the biggest games that were up this year. I mean, Tennessee Tennessee is, like, going to go down probably as the only big game at home. Would you agree with that? I mean, I think it's true. Like Alabama, I guess, to some extent was, but they're not had as good of a year as they had. And besides that – You didn't have Louisville at home because of the game. Didn't have Louisville, right. I mean, it was a tough year. So if you're a it season was. ticket holder this year, you you probably didn't get your money's worth. <laughs> no. And uh, wrapping up here with LSU talk, so they're in the tournament. But, Derek, is it bad that I really don't feel like that they're a tournament team? Oh, that's crazy. They're 18th on Ken Palm. I keep looking I at know. that. I'm like, like man, they, they haven't – they haven't, This is an eight-loss team. They haven't beaten an NCAA tournament team since they beat Tennessee on January 8th. Like, right now, Florida's projected out of the field. Mississippi State's out. Mississippi State's out, Georgia's out, and then A&M. They have two wins against A&M in that stretch of play. They just lost to South Carolina on the road by two. They're 19-8. and eight. Uh, Back when Kentucky played them, they were third, I believe, in the net, somewhere around that range. Okay, fifth in the net. They're now 17th in the net. That's that's not bad. But when you look at their schedule, 19-8, and eight, you could I could see them honestly lose tonight at Rupp. I could see them lose at Bud Walton next Wednesday, and I could see them lose at home mm-hmm. to Alabama. They could lose three or four to close the season and be in that 20 and 11 range. Or, I mean, are they still a tournament team? This is a big game for them <laughs> tonight. Because, I mean, they're, they haven't really beaten anyone in a while. And then their non conference schedule was not very good. So, like, I just I think that this is a team that's kind of benefited from the start of the year, uh, you know, being high in the net. And, and look, they're, there's teams that have kind of stayed put in the net, even though they haven't been very good. 
uh, depending on, you know, what they've done early in the season or that, that win against Kentucky, I think, is obviously helping. That win against Tennessee mm-hmm. is helping them. Uh, but they they just to me, they feel like a team that has they haven't done anything kind of worthy for me to really pay attention to them in probably a month and a half now. Yeah, and this is not a good road team either. I mean, they're coming off of a loss on Saturday at South Carolina. Uh, I think I mentioned this in another episode, but they're two, three, four. They have five losses. I think I told you two and six, but uh, TCU was one of those losses, so that's not a obviously not a conference game. So two and five in the league on the road this season. So if South Carolina beat them at home, I, th- I mean, every game's different for sure, but – this is one, I mean, sorry if you could hear that. My cat's going crazy <laughs> in the background. But uh, I think this is a – I see at least a mm, – I'm going to say at least a seven-point win tonight for Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, say, say uh, 70-63. That's a good score. I'm going to say Kentucky gets to 76, and I'm going to say it's hmm. 76 to – 66. That's what it I'll would be for. cool if these guys came out tonight really confident after what happened against Alabama and just took it to LSU. That would be that would be a great sign. But I, I think LSU's defense, you got to respect enough to yeah, think that they're going to cause some issues that maybe Alabama wasn't able to. If I remember correctly, too, Oscar Sheboy did not have a double-double at LSU. I think he had like eight points and, what, 13 rebounds somewhere through there. I know Keon Brooks. Who had a good game for Kentucky that night? I don't even remember. Jacob oh, Toppin, right? Toppin, yeah. First well, I, I know Grady hit like three or four threes to start the second half, but he missed like his first six of the game. Uh, Mintz made some <laughs> plays. Uh, but one note here, too, on Arkansas, I'm just looking at nets when SEC play started. So when the league play started, they were 94th in the net. They're up to 23. Like, that's a team that has really turned it on and, and played well. And I think that's a team that NCAA tournament you you probably don't want to see. I think that's one of the teams in the league that could get to that second weekend and depending on matchups could make some noise. They did a year ago. Um, you would like to think that Alabama could do that too if they got hot. Uh, it's going to be a really good SEC tournament here in a couple of weeks, but uh, there's still a lot on the line when it comes to seeding in that tournament, seeding in the NCAA tournament, and there's still two weeks to go in the regular season. We're going to talk all about that, Derek, and uh, – Kentucky LSU tonight at Rupp Arena. We'll see what the Cats have. Uh, as always, I'll go ahead and make a note. No, so it's a late one, man. It's 9 oh. o'clock, nine o'clock tip. Got to put the yeah. coffee on. Yeah, it is a late one. And I think next week against Ole Miss is a 7 p.m. game, if I'm not mistaken. And then an Let's afternoon game against Florida to close the year. And then Saturday, obviously, Arkansas is a 2 p.m. tip, I think. So this is the last late one. Um. I'm sure they'll get one of those late NCAA tournament games, though. My goodness, some of those tip after 10 (laughs) on a Thursday or Friday. So that'll be our luck for sure. But (laughs) as always, the show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. you got three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky. You can visit them on Facebook or check out thebutcherspub.com for more information. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily. 